Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lars Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Well... You made it to another Monday, and if you're listening to this, you're alive. So congratulations for that. Although football season is over, and R.J. Santillo's dream of a championship, sadly, is also over. And I say good morning to one Rick DPH. Hi, Rick. Hi, Dave. I feel Hi, so Dave. bad for him. I actually, I actually feel like we should all have taken the day off today for him. In solidarity? Well, because I just guilt, I mean, guilt wise, there's no way he was just going to by himself take the day off. I think right. it was a show we just said today, off day, RJ deserves at least at least a day. At least a day. At least a day. But, but it would be weird if a sports show, which is defined on never missing a day, took the day, like hours after the Super Bowl off. That would be an odd look, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I think it also speaks to, uh, just the the family, you know the the, the tight the tightness of this the show, solidarity. You know what I mean? That's family first. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Listen, I, I hear you. It's just. I mean, I I feel so bad for him. And I I was rooting for the Niners the entire game, but as we got closer to overtime and into overtime, you I think if you just walked into my home, you would have said, "Oh, this this man is rooting for like he's a Niners fan." Like I believe my level of Niners rooting went up to that level where you'd look and say, boy, this is a Niners fan. And then I have Sherry like every five minutes saying, like, how do you think you'd be if this was the Giants? How, how would I be? I'd have been nuts if that was the Giants. Yeah, you know, there's no way you're on the show today. No. No chance. No. 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 And I probably would have taken you hostage. That's fine. Yeah. I would have run away with you. Yeah. I I would, I, no, I don't know what I would have done. If that was the Giants and they lost like that, I give RJ a lot of credit. He's here. He's verbal. He's sending out emails. Like he's, he, I know he must be horrified. We'll hear from him in a few minutes. But, man, oh, man, that was – I mean, your, your quick takeaways are – I mean, how do you beat Mahomes? How do you beat the guy? You did everything within your power to take him down, to beat him. This quarterback is absolutely unbelievable, Rick. Well, dude, I mean, you're you're getting the opportunity to to witness greatness is what you're doing. But it's not. It wasn't just him. I mean, it was it was that defense too. I mean, defense it's, has been good all year, right? Yeah, good all year. I mean, it's kind of been the, the strength of their team all season long, and what they were able to do is, you know, because I mean, there was opportunities to start that second half where I mean, even the first half, I thought the Niners dominated the first half too, and it's only ten three, right? 
right? So you got to feel good about that if you're the Chiefs. Like, we're still in this thing. And then, you know, they get the chance to double dip there, right? Like, they kick the field goal at the end of the first half, get the ball back to start the second half, and boom, interception, right? Which, and, which probably, probably was his only bad throw of the entire game. Uh, the postseason. Yeah. I mean, that was right? a, I mean, it it's, a he's terrible been mistake-free throw. for the postseason. And it was, listen, it was a sloppy first half, too. I mean, there were a lot of mistakes. A lot of pre-snaps, uh, like even Trent Williams, a couple pre-snap, holding penalties. Like, there was a lot of mistakes, but you know, San Francisco's offense didn't really take advantage of any of that in the, to start that second half. I mean, they had so short field on that pick, go right. three and out. Short, short three field, and out. I mean, the way then Moody kicked, and, and I don't love Moody, but the way he kicked, I mean, you're probably what, you didn't even need a first down to get points on that drive. No, I mean, he was like, he ends up kicking that, I mean, sets the, which I thought, I didn't realize that when he kicked the, uh, his first field goal, that that was a Super Bowl record. Well, 50, I mean, remember, it's only in the last, like, I don't know, 15 years that field goals have been this accessible. Like, we, like I've, I've said this a million times, the Norwood miss was 47 and was thought to be, and this is not forever ago, this is what, that's 30 years ago, was thought to be, like, a, a 47 was a really far kick. Now you're like 55, oh, he could make that. Oh, he made it. Yeah, so 55, he makes it. Then that's, I mean, that record gets... The record uh, for a few minutes. For a few minutes, because Parker right. gets the 57-yard field goal. But they didn't really take advantage of that all at all to start that, to start the second half. I mean, it was like, what did they say? It was 101 minutes? Right. Between I think first of, downs of, for them? Yeah, between first downs for them. Right. And the first couple possessions, too, they didn't, they, they stopped running the ball. I know it was only six plays, but it was, you know, they were having success with McCaffrey totally running the ball in the first half. Totally agree. I, I thought that was a huge misstep. I don't... I think the first six plays out of halftime, they threw the football every single play. Yeah. Yeah, they did, in all three and outs. And then Debo goes down. Like, I mean, Greenlaw pops his Achilles. Then Debo oh. grab, I mean, goes down grabbing his hamstring. I was like, oh, my God, poor RJ. This is just – they missed the extra point. I was like, oh, God. I was wondering – it's funny when they came – because they came back from commercial and they showed Greenlaw running onto the field. And I, at first I thought they were going to say, like, he was on the field early and that's why – like, like they're going to be like twelve men on the field. Like I didn't, and then they're like, you know, they show him go down in a heap. I was like, oh no! And you knew guys don't go down like that, writhing in pain. And it's no, you knew that that was really bad. It's, it's just, oh, if you're a Niners fan, I, I again, not, I just don't know how you how you get up from this. Like you got to be you soul crushed after that loss. You have to be, yeah. And it's funny. I mean, some of the, I mean, some of the stats coming out of this thing. Just what Mahomes has been able to do. He's twenty eight years old, man. Already got three MVPs, three Super Bowl MVPs. He's got two MVPs. I mean, he's got. Uh, I mean, he's got six, six go ahead. Um, it, it was his sixth. That was his sixth career game winning drive in the fourth quarter or overtime in the postseason. Mm. Six already. Mm. I mean, most quarterbacks, all quarterbacks, is like don't have six career postseason wins, right? Like no, you, he's been down. I mean, the three the three Super Bowl wins, he's been down ten or more points digits. in all three of them. Yeah, double digits. I mean, the, last year Eagles game winning drive. This year, right, game winning drive. He's just. I mean, I don't know what more there is to say about him. I don't think there is anything else to say about him. I'll I'll say this: Brady's resume reads better, right? I mean, seven you can't compare to three. Seven is 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 a much bigger number than three, but. Am I crazy to say that Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback than Brady? No, well, he's more skilled. He's more talented. Right. I mean, he he does things that you that that just wow you, and he's mobile. I mean, you know, on the, on that fourth and I mean, the, the Niners were one play away from winning the Super Bowl. Right. One fourth a and one. A couple times. Overtime. Well, a, couple, a couple times though. Right. Right. 
Yes. Off- offensively. I mean, if they, they, we were talking about before the show, that McDuffie play, oh. they pick up the first down there, game's over. Right. And you know what? You, you know who else you have to just give a, an immense amount of credit Spags. to? Spags. Spags. Yep. He is a, you know, there are some, and I don't know that he can't be a good head coach, and how he, of all these guys that just get regurgitated in the NFL, and how he doesn't get a second opportunity is beyond me. This is his fourth, fourth as defensive coordinator Super Bowl championship. Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned big, you know, big game coordinators. I mean, he's at the top of that list, especially the adjustments they made in the second half. I mean, I think they pressured. They started playing more man in the second in the second half. I think they pressured Purdy on fifty percent of his dropbacks in the in the second half. And you saw it, like the McDuffie. I mean, that they had to do something there because they were just milking the clock. If I mean, they convert their game's probably over. He disguises that McDuffie with the pressure. They end up having to kick the field goal, and then. And then Chris Jones with the big pressure there at the end. So I was, I was, well, I don't know if you saw him. He sat down with the uh, with the ESPN with uh, Chris Berman and, and Booger, and they're like, T- "Walk us through that play." He's like, "They just didn't block me." Yeah, someone missed an assignment. He said, "I actually was so surprised. I thought it was a screen." And he goes, "God is good. I could not believe it. They just didn't block me." And and they were wide open. The play was wide open for the Niners. They ju- he just didn't have time to make the throw. No, he didn't. It was a couple times though. He had also had uh, there was a throw into the end zone for Debo, and then was because it was because Chris Jones' pressure that kind of forced the overthrow. Right, like those guys. Right, the one down the funny. right side. It's funny because I mean, I, like we were talking about on Friday. I think both of us were doing our best for like probably two weeks trying to talk ourselves into picking the Niners because at this point, like you're already going to be naked on the billboard. Worst I can do is is tie for first with the pick. So it's like I just want RJ to be happy, but I also want to pick the game. Like I think. The game, right? You have, you have to be you have to be honest in your in your pick of the game, sure. Right, and it's like I mean, the things that come you know kept coming back outside of like, just what you saw, like I mean, they, listen, talent wise, the San Francisco 49ers from top to bottom are the most talented team in the NFL. Yes, I, right. I I agree with that. But you hadn't seen their best yet, especially defensively. Like they hadn't like in big moments, Brock looked good, didn't look good, you know, with a wet ball, but you know, defense was getting gashed running the football, but. They still found ways to win, and I guess you could maybe talk yourself into, hey, they got two weeks here, they'll put it all together. You know, They're so talented, they'll figure it out. But I kept coming back to the same things you were coming back to was you got Patrick Mahomes, like you said, how the hell do you beat Patrick Mahomes? That's one. You got Andy Reid. You got Spags. We talked about the kicking game, and Moody was good, but still, that extra missing that extra point, getting that huge. blocked was huge. Well, it's huge. You have a four-point lead there. They can't settle for that field goal. Now they have to go for it when they get deep in your territory. Right. That was huge. So, I mean, it's it's those things, and then, you know, that end up being, you know, kind of the difference makers, and it all, I mean, ultimately Mahomes and what he's able to do. Because uh, there were some, like, there were some things, especially down the stretch of that game, where, like, if you, if you don't have Mahomes, maybe the outcome's different, and you're saying, you know, you're talking about some of the decisions that you know Andy Reid made or didn't make, like that one play where Mahomes ends up running it up the middle. They don't call timeout and end up, and they don't they don't clock it. They end up wasting all this time instead of right. actually like you know what I mean. Like there were, there were some decisions made a couple times they had a chance to maybe challenge spots, but they didn't. You know what I, I thought they should have done, and this I think would have been a. Con- I, I thought with six seconds left, they still had time to to run a play into the end zone. I was surprised they kicked the field goal with six seconds left at the end. Yeah, of the I don't regulation. think at that point they wanted to uh, to risk it. Also, you know, too, another one that low snaps too. Oh, I was all game. Right, that that one. I think, honest to God, like that that last play before they kicked the field goal, they tried to make that that throw to Kelsey, which you saw kind of uh, which you saw against Baltimore on the right side to the left side. I th- I don't think if the if the snap was was where it was supposed to be. Rasheed Rice is wide open. 
well, in the middle was, of the field. He was, un, he was unhappy a couple times last night. He came over and was, was speaking his mind that he was hoping they didn't throw him the football. Well, he didn't bump, he, he didn't bump Andy Reid, though. <laughs> I, boy, oh boy. I mean, I know he's Travis Kelsey, but how, how do you get away with that? That's awful. Because he's Travis Kelsey. I know, but that's brutal. Dude, he almost knocked him down. Well, he, he, and he, he, I saw him last night talking. He's like, my equilibrium is very bad, but he dropped his entire play sheet. <laughs> he almost went down. He almost went down. I know. Uh, that's, that's a bad, bad look. But you know what? We, we talk about this all the time. Winning cures all. When you're winning, if that was the Jets or the Giants, then we'd spend four hours on how, how could you possibly do that? Well, if we would have lost. First of all, it was the Jets, we would have lost. Salah would have went down probably. He broke his leg or something. <laughs> They would have to cart Rogers him off would the have field. torn his other Achilles when Solid got. <laughs> they would have to cart him off the field. Uh, McCall Hardman scoring that winning touchdown annoys you? Uh, yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Well, you know I... what? Here's the thing. He was he was such a good guy when we interviewed him. He was. Uh, he swore a couple times, which pissed Raymond off. But for the most part, I thought he was really good when we interviewed him. I think it just speaks to how how crappy. The quarterback situation wasn't how bad Nathaniel Hackett was. Well, I think that was all Zach Wilson's fault. Nobody Wait. else should. Nobody else should take blame for that. It was that was all Zach's fault, right? Yeah, you're right. That is just. But well, just because we're trading him, we'll just. everything's his fault, right? I mean, now we're going to drag this kid's name through the mud. Now that we're going to move on from him. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have a backup quarterback. No, we didn't have a backup quarterback. Oof. You know how we'll fix this? I'll tell you how we'll fix it. Robert Sala is going to help with the offense. He's going to. That's run the how we'll fix now. it. Why? Well, I mean, what? What's happening? <laughs> That's how we're going to fix it. Oh, God. From superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we, we know what the, the menu says today. You know, we know what the menu is serving today. It's serving recap of the game last night. Should Should we bring him in and just hear his voice to make sure he's okay? Should we wait on that? What do you think, Rick? No, I think we have to. I mean, we owe it to him. The people were calling. Like, people were tweeting me for uh, welfare oh, checks. Like, they know. I, I got a uh, I got an email. Um, what time? Like, 5-something this morning. Five, uh, 5.37 this morning. Please send my thoughts and prayers to RJ this morning. When Mahomes threw the game-winning pass to Hardman, my first thought was, wow, RJ might go missing after this one. Your show's incredible. Everyone is incredibly talented and hilarious. Best, Brett E. I mean, people are are so upset. RJ, RJ, good morning. Hi, Dave. Oh, oh no. Uh, it's bad. How you doing, bud? Not great. Not great, but I'm here. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I'm here. It's the right thing to do. Wasn't going to leave you guys hanging. Are you on, on zero sleep? I slept a little bit. I stared at the ceiling far longer than anyone who is. Now, when I contextualize this properly, does, this is not actually like a life or death situation. I know there's people out there going through things that are like serious in life, so I want to put that disclaimer out there one time before I go into. <laughs> Why my but life? But for what? But is, for what we do? Yes. Yes. I stared at the ceiling for probably close to an hour in silence, and I'm sure we'll go into the nooks and crannies and things like that. But I'm here. I'm here for you guys, and I feel like I'm fulfilling my my duty and obligation to 
everyone else that uh, turns to us in uh, a time of need. I, I, I turn to you in a time of need. I will need you all today. Well, Let me ask you a question. We're, we're going to be here for on. you. Let me ask you a question. After the first half, with how with how well your team played, mm-hmm. was there were you concerned at all? Like it's only ten to three. Yes. Yeah. Not scoring off the first two turnovers were tough. Yeah. And, and the interception to start the uh, the second half and to be right there in striking distance and throw the ball three times and get nothing out of it. Granted, you pinned them at like the one, but still, that was yeah, that was a great punt. That was a great play by Conley. Uh, Conley was Conley was awesome in that game yesterday. Dude, you but, like you march and you march right down the field too. First possession, go right down the field. McCaffrey fumbles it. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. They had. I mean, this is the thing that sucks. And we got a break. We'll come back. Get to the calls, the 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 sound, all of it. One 3776 This is one of those games where there's probably uh, honestly like twenty plays you could look at and say, if that one play goes my way, we win this game. But. Such is life, man. Such is life. Really tough day for RJ. We're here for him. We're, we're going to nestle you right into the bosom of Sports Talk Radio, RJ. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Just bosom nestling. Just the bosom, bosom, bosom. That's right. 1-800-919-3776. It's D and R with you on a tough day for us as a show. 98.7 ESPN. Bosom, bosom, bosom. All right. One of many, many reads for me today. From Thanksgiving all the way to the big game is typically a sports fan season of eating. But now it's time to get ready for spring training. Reach out to NJ Diet today. The results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you're going to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. They use your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to make sure you keep the weight off. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's much quicker than the injections and safer too. NJ Diet is all natural. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Emails rolling in. This is from Max K. He says, All you guys did is wax poetic about the Chiefs on Friday. No clue how you like them. They're such a despicable team. Travis Kelsey is just an arrogant bleep bleep. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't find them that unlikable. I guess if you're a Niners fan that you would hate them in the way they act, but I don't find them that unlikable. Yeah, listen, I mean, I was hoping like I was hoping like hell that the Niners would win that game. Right. I mean, you're also getting an opportunity to to watch to watch greatness. I mean, that's the like that's the first time in nineteen years the team has gone back to back Super Bowls. Right. Well, Nance had them at twenty, but yes, nineteen is accurate. Yeah, well, nine, yeah, nineteen. Um, oh, listen, I mean, Kelsey sometimes is a little bit much, but he's also. I, I, I get mean, it. He's also maybe the greatest tight end of all time. So, I mean, has he earned the right to be a little, uh, a little too much sometimes on a microphone? Yeah. Do I like the fact that he <laughs> bumped his head coach? Oh, that's oh. awful. That that to me that to me is in, 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 completely inexcusable. I mean, we're sitting here picking apart uh, Brian Dable when he like you know throws an an iPad in front of his quarterback. He's smashed into his head coach on See, purpose. I, think, I actually think Reed did it to him, though, not too long ago. I think he bodied him, too, not too really? long ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but that, it can't have had that when same came to the reaction, bench, though. What game was it? It was this postseason when he came to the bench and threw his helmet. And then Reed came over and kind of bodied him. I don't remember that. It might have been the, it might have been the game against uh, Vegas loss where he was all mm-hmm. pissed off and then Andy Reed came over and bodied him. But. I think you're probably right. Well, yeah, that, that Christmas Day game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then th- this is not nice at all. I want to feel bad for RJ, but I don't even a little bit. Watching the Niners lose the way they did was beautiful, and I hope their fans never see another Super Bowl. That's from R- Rabin. That's not very nice. No. Uh, listen, RJ, I mean, at least you didn't have to, at least you weren't in Vegas to witness that, though. That's a good. I would not, I wouldn't be here today, obviously. Probably wouldn't be here tomorrow. Probably would just start a new life out there. <laughs> you move out there? Like move to that underground city they have out there? I would just volunteer myself and say, right. just take me. You know, you'd oh. probably be like a like a waitress in the casinos. No, I don't think. Why would he be a waitress? Well, because why he's... couldn't he be like a blackjack dealer or something? He, you could do that. He'd be he like, beautiful, in like one of those little, like the little vests, like the nice vest. Yeah, that's that. That would be nice. He'd probably look great in that vest. He said, "Yeah, hi, how are you? I'm RJ." Oh, RJ, how you doing? What do you, what do you do? Well, I'm just new out here. I used to used to be in New York doing sports radio, but I got out of that because of the loss. Now I'm here. Yeah, like your decision when you went that, when you left that. Uh... The one Super Bowl to get rid of uh, Cinnamon or whatever her name yep, was. That's right. I think I watched the video. I don't know if it was Vegas or not, where some lady just popped out of the sewer like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah. That, what? Was that yes. Vegas? They have a full underground city. Was that Vegas? I, I don't know that. So this is why you were all up on the mole people. Santi, it was in the middle of like an intersection. Have you heard of the of, mole people? Out of nowhere, like so nonchalantly, like all of a sudden you see like the manhole cover start to like move and some lady just pops up out of the manhole cover and then just like goes about her business like yeah. she's just like oh, just starts her day just for a stroll oh, for a stroll and, just starts and, her and, day. And, no, and nobody gave it a second glance oh, would no. you would you she just popped out of the sewer <laughs> I was like i mean you, you, you think say? you think in vegas down there in the sewers they have blackjack yeah you do probably, but what are you what are you what are you wagering? I can't imagine there's a lot of of fungible funds down there. Yeah, canned foods, right? Like right, okay, fair. Like a like 
Clothing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Whatever you have. Right. Like a bar of soap, that's probably... that. Oh, you want to double down with a bar of soap? <laughs> they have to, you know, that like when they check, they check with like the pit boss, like, Steve! <laughs> Steve, uh, bar of soap coming in. Oh, whoa. <laughs> right, he comes over. He really watches that hand closely. <laughs> Let, let's get to... Um, <laughs> Some of the calls, 1-800-919-3776. Poor RJ. We'll hear from the particulars as well. Ira Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. And you know what? RJ, he's the ultimate professional. When I called in and he answered the phone, I give him all the credit in the world because I couldn't have did what he did. And uh, I know it's going to be a tough day. But listen, you know what? San Francisco, I think their defense kept him in the game. Uh, I think they looked better prepared in that game. Kansas City didn't look right from the beginning of the game. And I'll tell you the truth, uh, you could break it down, this play, that play, the, the missed extra point. The reason San Francisco lost that game is because they only converted three for 12 on third downs. If they were able to convert on third downs, they would have won that game. Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, uh, listen, they were like for the – and let, let's talk about the road, too. Thanks for the phone call, Ira. Like, just the road. Like, I mean, they had that first game at home and minus 30 against Miami. They take right. care of business. But now, all of a sudden, I mean, they're on the road. Can Patrick? This is Patrick Mahomes' first postseason games on the road. Can they win? They go through Buffalo. And, he, and they, that's another challenge for him, right? Right. Then they yep. go through. So, like, road dog. Baltimore, road dog. Against the best defense. Mm-hmm. And the MVP. Win that game. Now, no. Super Bowl, dogs again. And like Kyle Shanahan knew, you got to go take it. You have to go take it. And in the first half of that game especially, I mean, you were seeing some uncharacteristic things from Kansas City. Like they had been so buttoned up for the postseason. Like you hadn't seen any mistake. Like, like they were not making mistakes. All the mistakes that you had seen during the, the regular season, they had flipped a switch and they were gone. And then you started to see some uncharacteristic things. Like the mistakes kind of creep back. Like you had LeJarrius Sneed like, smacks Ayuk in the that face. Like dumb. that's just a stupid so penalty. So stupid. Ugh. But San Francisco could never really fully take advantage of it. And it's only 10-3, so i got to think. I mean, we still got Patrick Mahomes. It's only 10-3. We're down a score. We get the ball to start the You know what half. else I thought was, was odd was at the end, and Romo made mention of this, and I did not think Tony had a good game, but he made mention of this, and I thought he was right. At the end of the first half, why weren't the Niners taking timeouts? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, they let the clock run all the way down, and they would have had, I mean, I don't know, a minute left to go down, and, and you know you're almost always in field goal range at this point. I thought that was a real mistake from, from Shanahan. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're going we're gonna to dissect this thing for the next four hours. I mean, uh, I mean, the fact that they were only bringing four and still putting, I mean, it, you kept hearing, you know, you know, lane integrity, lane integrity. They were doing a great job of keeping Mahomes inside, like inside that pocket. I thought Bosa did a great job. Chase Young finally had a really good game, mm-hmm. and they were getting pressure with just four. Like things were working, they were—I mean, they were dominating both sides. You know, both sides of the ball on the lines, and then it's still—it's only ten three, and it's like uh, Patrick Mahomes. You always feel like Patrick for some reason, like you just because it's Patrick Mahomes, like he's going to find a way. And give the guy credit, man—he found a way again. He's—he's he's absolutely amazing. I mean, but you can't uh, really. make mistakes with him either, though. Like you can't—that's you the gotta, thing. You have no margin for error when it comes to him. No, like the like right down the field, McCaffrey fumbles, and then you had the the blocked extra point, which changes everything because now it's three instead of four, and then the stupid muff punt. Well, not even a muff punt. It hits, ends up hitting the guys in the guy in the foot. Right. 
I don't know why McLeod just doesn't try to. Why is he trying to scoop it? Just fall on it. Yeah. I hate when guys do that. At, at, fir- at first glance, I didn't realize it hit someone. I was like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, and I mean, even the Chiefs were like, just fumble. Like, they were, like, they, and they got, I mean, lucky to recover a bunch of them, but, I mean, there's fumbles. Uh, Richie James had the fumble. They got picked. That he was oh, able to pick man. it up. Life would have been so much sweeter if Richie James would have just fumbled that away. Rasheed Rice had one pop up, uh, pop out of his hands. That luckily, <laughs> Romo said he thought it was a throw. <laughs> 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 oh man! But it was like it wasn't like early on in that game was not a great. It wasn't a great game. It wasn't a well played game. It was no. always close, and I think that makes it more exciting. Oh, the I mean, the end of it was, dude. How about this? They were three. They were legitimately three seconds away. Like how many people? Like, I don't think anyone on the show really thinks, like, the whole thing is scripted. Like, the whole NFL is scripted kind of joke that's going around. Right. How about Sean McManus, who's the chairman of uh, CBS. Right. Says, just according to everyone, according to the script, this thing's going to go to double overtime. It was three seconds away. I know. <laughs> it was three seconds away. I know, and, then, and then that moment you have Romo rambling. You have the, the, the game-winning play, game-winning overtime Super Bowl touchdown about to happen. He's rambling about... Well, the you know, don't worry, folks. If if this goes another three seconds, we, we will have a second quarter. They'll just move to the uh, then. Shut up. That that really frustrated RJ. I th- I I I thought. Listen, I think there's times when Romo's good. I thought he was really bad last night. I don't think you like Romo. So I mean, I just no, don't... because R- Raymond, you agree with me, right? You thought it was a rough game for him last night. Well, and Raymond I, loves Romo. I, I'll preface it by saying this: I think you've been a little hard on Romo throughout the year. Last night, I did not think Romo was good. I was, I was actually getting kind of annoyed with Romo on that last drive. Now, to be fair, there are people who didn't realize what the OT rule was going to be. I mean, I, I saw Maurice Jones-Drew was way off on it. So, he, you know, he's going out of his way to explain it. But, yeah, it, it was over the top. And that's just one example of how he, he, was, he was off all day. It, it wasn't a banner. So what, what did Romo. Maurice Jones Drew think? He thought at the end of overtime it, it ended like that, it that was the chief, over? that the Chiefs had to kick the field goal before time expired. No, he didn't. How? I, yeah, allegedly that's what happened. That so you why? thought he thought they were just they... taking all their time with timeouts to 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 kick a, a field goal? Yeah, I'll see. I'll find it for you. Oh, well, the, I mean, the, the referee did say well, this is the start of a new game. Right. Right. He said it like three or four times. Yeah. Right. This is the start of a new game. He made sure to say that. Now, the, the question comes in here. I don't think they did. I'm sure people are going to freak out about this. Should the Niners have, have kicked the ball to start the overtime? They won the toss. They they received. Um, I had no issue with it. We'll get to that. one 800 Football season is over. And that makes us all sad. The way it ended makes RJ sad. We'll get to all of it. DNR 98.7 ESPN. Oh, look, another read for me. From Thanksgiving all the way to the big game is typically a sports fan's season of eating, but now it's time to get ready for spring training. Reach out to NJ Diet today. The results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you're going to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. They use your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get your body into the fat-burning zone. That NJ Diet uses your DNA info to make sure you keep the weight off. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. That's much quicker than the injections and safer, too. NJ Diet is all natural, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Drake did well last night. Uh, not Drake. What? Usher. Usher. Uh, I, I said the wrong guy. Usher uh, did well last I think, night. Uh, I mean, Drake's doing pretty well too. All right, you know what? Enough. I said the wrong guy in, in a in a that's, moment. That's terrible. I know who uh, what it you, was. What, what? You saw it? I know. I know. Ludacris was there too. I was all about it. Uh yeah. I thought he did well. <laughs> I, know, I know that Ludacris was. There. Yeah. <laughs> no new Ludacris songs, Dave. No, I don't know any. I'm sure if you I'm sure if you play I'm sure if, if I heard them I would probably know but I couldn't can't sit here and name songs. Why am I getting jumped? I was well, I was said, asking you guys about because you got Drake on your mind because you probably saw the picture of Drake and that's all you can because think of. somebody <laughs> just tweeted something about Drake so I said Drake. You think I don't know it was Usher? I know it was Usher. Because uh, Drake's got some stuff going on now too. Oh, yeah, he sure does. Oh yeah, I think Drake bet over a million bucks, almost one point two million on the Chiefs. So he's wealthier than today than he was yesterday. Yeah. There were a lot you of big if bets. you have that much money, does it even like do you even get nervous or or is it just like eh? Well, I think you're probably at that amount of money because you want to like get that feeling, right? So you bet something that gives you that kind of that rush. So so to to get any kind of rush, he has to bet over a million dollars. Well, he did, and he won. I know Ludacris is a is a big actor. Oh my god! What do you mean? Oh god! You don't have to prove it to anybody. Like you, you knew Ludacris was there. Little John was there. That was it was good. It was a good show. It was a roller I thought it was skates. good. It was it was nice. Some of the I mean the commercials I don't think overall were great. Uh the Dunkin' Donuts commercial was good. That was probably the one with that Brady. Was, that one was hilarious. I thought the Christopher Walken one was good. That was all right. The Beyonce one was pretty good, but eh. all in all I wasn't uh they haven't been great in quite some time though. Yeah, some of them I watched. I'm like, why would you spend all this money for that? And then like you learn companies that you didn't know existed. Well, that one company, uh Timu? Like, yeah, I mean they just Sherry knew all about that. Yeah, that's before, like, like even before right? she knew. She's like, oh yeah, they they have stuff. It's so cheap. I don't know how they get away with selling stuff for so cheap. Yeah, and Cassie, I, I never heard of, of that. Course, Cassie knew what it was too. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea because we pro- probably were getting stuff from there every day, and I didn't even realize. It's probably some of the packages that we get every day. Yeah. <laughs> it it probably is. Um, 
So we're going to go around the league at 745, and then we're going to do a frenzy at 815, and then I'm interested in this. How do you think stuff you missed at 915 plays? I think he'll be fine. I think he's a pro. He sounds so sad, though. Uh, listen, I give him credit for even being here. I don't I don't think I would have made it. There's not really, I'm not even joking. Like to be that's that to be that close and to try to, to be up at the time we have to be up to do a radio show, it's tough. I asked him over under two and a half hours sleep last night. Under. Under. Yeah, there's no way he fell asleep. Over under one and a half hours. He said <laughs> right about there. That's probably the number. Right about there. So here's what he has to do. He's got to put up the podcast when the show's over, go home at 10.05, get into bed, and wake up at you know 3 in the morning. I am told, though, like I hear this from a lot of guys that I play with, that when you have kids, it makes it a little bit easier. Like you go home and you pick up baby Antonio and you right. just look at him and be like, Watch some TV with him. There's bigger things than just the Super Bowl. RJ, will, will you spend, will little baby Antonio make you feel better? I saw him all donned up in his uh, Niners outfit yesterday. Yeah, he will. I mean, he's happy regardless. I I don't know how. I don't know how other people are. How we think we all handle sports losses very differently. But myself, I am here today. Obviously, I'll be here tomorrow. But in my free time, just given the calendar, I'll turn to other sports. Sure, go watch the Knicks. I'll watch hockey, college hoops, any anything else. Get ready for baseball. But I, I do think there are moments in my day where I just disconnect from sports. I, I, like, Dave, I remember you asked a while back, you know, we talk about what shows you watch or what movies. I'll take some downtime. You want some recommendations now? Uh, not today, but maybe. Like like tonight, if Ann's just like, because usually, you know, there's football or sports. If she's, you know, if, if we're going back and forth in like the second option after after the basketball game tonight is like, oh, oh I, I want to throw on The Bachelor. Okay. Sure. So now you're you're in. I no, I don't even know that I'll like pay close attention. I think it's a tremendous show and an ABC property, but I'll just kind of relish in the fact that it's just not sports. If that you want makes some, sense. you want some mindless television. Is what you I want. just want to. I I yesterday. You know. You know what the the worst moment besides the loss was. So after the game ended. I watched, uh, you know, I left the TV on for a couple minutes. I didn't really say anything. Oh, I can't believe you did that. Well, I was just kind of numb. And at, w- at what point did you did the realization hit? We're going to lose. The prob- Kelsey play. The I, I felt really terrible after the the second read option, that fourth down play. Yep. I felt I I looked at Ange and I said, "This is for the Super Bowl, not just for the sense of like the game will literally end if they don't get it." I just felt if they got it, then it was too many snaps late for the defense, and they had too much magic. You had to stop them there. And they tried. I mean, both both got pinched, and they hadn't put it on tape. Would it almost say four years? You hadn't seen yeah, them run that play. They never do it. They saved it for for this moment. That That's why scared, they're so brilliant. That scared me to death the first time they ran it. Um, all right. So you, you were just saying something about a moment so, that angered you. <laughs> I. About two or three minutes go by, and I said, I, I just can't. I can't have this on anymore. And so, like, typically when we're about to, you know, fall asleep or... Make love. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if that's the case for, for this instance. We'll put on Friends. That's like our nighttime random TV show. Oh. Mm-hmm. I put on 
the channel that Friends is not thinking it's Nickelodeon. Oh, and then oh, you had like the Nickelodeon's slime? coverage. <laughs> and it's the Nickelodeon version. I see like blow up inflatable people walking around this, the field. And that was the moment I just said, I can't outrun this. No, you can't. God wants me to see this. It's like a tsunami. Like you could you could try to get away, you can't get away. Like that Steph Diggs picture of him just watching it. That wasn't me. I didn't want to watch it. I was forced to watch it. And then after that, after watching the the uh, digitally enhanced people walk across the, the the field to give Mahomes their trophy, I I just went to bed and stared at the ceiling. Now, Ugh. Ange, like, kind, and this is so awful, and I'm here from you, or was she like, you know what, RJ, life goes on, we have a baby, no. we have to pay bills, grow up a little bit. No, she didn't speak. She understood the moment. She handled it well. Really? Yeah. Total pro. So she was the anti-Romo there. Wow. Yeah. She understood it. He jumped the, the voice of the Super Bowl. All over. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! I didn't even... What is he saying? He's like, oh, Super Bowl. All for the Super Bowl. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! It actually gets funnier the more you hear it. All for, for the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! Oh, Tony. All for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Like, we didn't realize. Wait, what is this for? Oh, thank you, Tony. And, you know, that poor Jim Nance has had that call in his head. They had the whole jackpot thing. Oh, yeah, like, which is, is a good moment. call. This is my moment. Trampled. For the Super Bowl. Oh, all for the Super Bowl. <laughs> as as Jim Nance. Swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! <laughs> we spent a lot of time loving Romo. You know who the door I thought about this? This morning, I don't know how I arrived here. Probably when I heard just Romo talking nonstop. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! You know who the door's wide open for for us to just love if he's good next year? Oh, Tom Brady. boy. Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, Tommy boy. Brady. It's a Super Bowl. He was, in the, he was good in the commercials, too, I thought. Yeah. Very good. There was, there was some audio of his podcast that, that came out that people seem to swoon over now. Oh, I saw that. I've been breaking down the quarterback. Yeah, oh, Steve people Young. loved it, yeah. Did you? I thought the best with the Dunkin' Donuts commercial was when Matt Damon's like, "It's really tough to be your friend right now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what is he like? How about them donuts? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> I'm sorry for I'm sorry to everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry for him. Uh, you guys should get out of here, Tom. You can stay. Do you like that. apples? I thought that was that funny. was an expensive commercial. I mean, the, the star power in that commercial. Now you're Ben Affleck though. Like it, he's got a big really... time. To- He's got a big time deal with Duncan. I, I get it, but it didn't really make you look great. Well, I don't think he cares. I mean, he's, he's, he's yeah. I think, I think he's I think he's re- past the point of worrying right. about how he looks. I mean, he's married to J Lo. They probably paid him a boat a boatload of money. Are they married? Yeah. They're no, married. no, they're not married. No, I think they're married. Are they engaged? They might yeah, be engaged I again. I, I think they got married. You think they're married? I can't keep up with it, but I could have sworn they got married. All right. Well, they're together. That we know. Uh, they're, they're it's united. a committed relationship that we know. So we think, yeah, yeah. All right, let, let's Chris, oh, Rick is right. Rick is right. All right. I'm right. They got married in uh, in yeah. Vegas in 2022. In Vegas. Yep. Nice. Tom might, Tom might, he, you know, Tom might have slipped in there. I don't know. He's single now. No, I don't. I don't think she would do that. No, I don't think so either. I'm just saying, Tom is single. She's J Lo said, "No, Tom, you stay." Right. I'm just going by what happened on the commercial. Most eligible bachelor, Brady. Oh, I mean. Probably. Who's got it better than Travis Kelsey, though, right now? I mean, he's on top of the world. On top of the world. He's got the most famous woman in the world as his girlfriend. 
who jumped on a private jet and said, I'm getting back for this Super Bowl, baby. Guy may be the greatest tight end to ever play the game. Three Just won Super another Bowl. Super Bowl. Ugh. Yeah, you're, got, you're, it got a million commercials. You're not wrong. Great podcast. Yeah, you're not wrong. And, and he's coming back for more. And he wants some more. To try the three-peat. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Greatest quarterback you've ever seen? What's the answer? Greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to ask you a follow up to that. I think with my own eyes, greatest, most talented, capable of doing the most things would probably be Patrick Mahomes. Okay. But I think the greatest of all time is, is still Tom Brady. So, so Brady still has the mantle. Is it? I mean, where where are? Is it clearly it's, it's Brady, 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 or is it closing at all? It's got to be closing. Somewhat. I think it's. I think it's absolutely closing. But I also think you. I mean, you can't. You can't. You can't look past the longevity of of Tom Brady. Right, Brady played till he was what forty four years old. Yeah, no, it didn't just play. Like, it didn't. He didn't just play. I mean, he won a he won a Super Bowl. Like he won his first he won his first Super Bowl in two thousand and one, mm-hmm. and then wins his final Super Bowl when he was how old? Uh, what was it, what twenty twenty right when he was forty three years old? Right. So there was a twenty. 20- ish maybe 21 year span between first and last super bowl yeah and on top of that too i mean even at the end of his even at the end of his career i mean i think it was was what the last what year was it where he finished second in the mvp voting and and that's in his 40s how many mvps did brady win three three so mahomes is going to get more than that uh mahomes will most likely get more than that yeah he can't he can't get more super bowls though right he can't seven's going to be tough I mean, could you imagine if he got eight? Could I? No, no. You know, that's not that's not supposed to happen. Like, so Tom Brady at forty four years old was the finished second in the MVP voting. So, so answer me this he right 40, now. Wow, that's I mean, that's just incredible, dude. Like his run in Tampa. Oh, he was terrific in Tampa. His first year in Tampa, he threw for forty six hundred yards, forty touchdowns, and twelve picks, and then, and then won the sec- Super Bowl. And then his second year in Tampa, he threw for fifty three hundred yards. Oh. And 43 touchdowns. At, at what age? At 44. Oh, my God. At 44! Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. So answer me this now. And we'll get to the calls in a second. 800-919-3776. Four and a half over under for Mahomes. Uh, Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. I would take I would take over. Over four and a half? I think so, yeah. He's only Raymond, 28. Raymond? Four and a half. Yeah, I'm taking under. the over. RJ, I know we're trying to eliminate you from a lot of talking today, but just for for your perspective, four and a half over under. I mean, I guess you have to take the over. I I guess. Oh, I can't, we, we should. We, I shouldn't call on him anymore. He sounds so sad. Yeah, I. I mean, I mean, think about the think about the Brady had like three different runs, man. I mean, so this is right now is is Mahomes running his his twenties. Brady had another run in his thirties, yep. and then he had another run in his forties. That's right. It was it's like three separate careers for Brady. Right. It's the, he's good, he's not elite, like the greatest ever Brady. It's the, oh my God, he's unbelievable Brady. And then it's the, oh my God, I can't believe he's still doing this at this age. He's still unbelievable Brady. Right, so you'll get to a point with Patrick Mahomes where he'll still, like, he'll have been through so much and seen so much and still athletically be able to do all the things. So he'll have this, like, uh, mentally have this, you know, this supreme understanding of the game 
and still physically be able to to do all the things he needs to do. Doesn't it feel like he has that now? Yeah, it feels like but it's only gonna get it's only gonna get better. Great. Lou in the car. Lou, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven. Good morning, guys. Love the show. I just have to agree. I have to say uh Mahomes is like the best we've ever seen when it comes to skills and everything, when it comes to clutch. He just got he does does everything right. He doesn't make mistakes, he doesn't get rattled. I mean, it takes guys, you know, a long time to to get to the level that he came in at. So so Lou, is Brady is is Mahomes the greatest quarterback ever then? Yes, to me, yes. He is. He's over Brady now. Yep. Wow. Wow. I mean Brady is seven. I think, you, I think you're doing a disservice to Tom Brady though. It's, I agree, I agree with because that. Of, it's only because of his pace, and if he keep if he keeps at this pace for this six, yeah, this but who knows? Right? But you, yeah, but you don't I know. Mean, is it realistic that no? Listen, nothing's realistic. But is it realistic the guy's going to stay at this pace? No, it's not realistic. And let's not forget too, like as great as it was for the Patriots, and they win that though, three Super Bowls in four years. Yeah, that was so they that was two thousand and four. So two thousand three and two thousand four is when they won the back to back. He didn't win a Super Bowl again until two thousand fourteen. That went 10 years before right. he won another Super Bowl. Right. now, and, and you know what else? I mean, Brady did not exactly have Murderer's Row to get by continuously. I mean, I know he had Peyton. Yeah, but, but the, I mean, he's also, like, the, the, the Chiefs have taken advantage of having a... Well, the, Brady did the same thing. Uh, right. I, I'll tell you what, though. That's going to go away soon. Yeah, right. I, I, exactly right. But still, I, I mean, when you look at the, the landscape of the AFC... You're talking about three quarter, you know, two quarterbacks that have beaten Mahomes. One's retired, Tom Brady, who we're talking about. And the other right. is Joe Burrow. That's it. That's it. That's all there is. That's all there is. A- Adam and uh, Totoa. Good morning, Adam. Morning, guys. Morning, guys. I just want to say uh, I think Brady, uh, Brady's still the best quarterback of all time. And I'm going to make two points. Brady already beat Mahomes in Super Bowl. So I think that should just clear the conversation. I don't know if that's and fair. I don't know if that's can't... fair, though. Uh. Brady was in his forties when it happened, so I think Mahomes, it is fair. Mahomes' offensive line was decimated, dude. All right, well, everybody got How about this? All right, let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you a question here. Right, listen, I, I appreciate it. I'm with you. I still think that Tom Brady is is the greatest of all time for the longevity, seven championships, all that. You had one game for your life. Brady in his prime or Mahomes Ooh. in his prime? Uh, Brady all day. Ooh. Yeah, I'd say, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Well, let me make, let me make my second point here. If you put Mahomes in Brady's shoes down 28-3 to the Falcons, you think Mahomes is going to make that comeback? I think he could. Well, he's already got six of them. He's down, he's down I'm, 10 I'm, plus I'm, points. I'm, in I'm not going to sit here and tell you definitively, but I think I definitely think he could. I don't, I, I, I'll tell you this, Rick, and it's not a slight on Brady. I don't think there's anything that Brady did that Mahomes could not do. No, I think that, and especially now this version of Patrick Mahomes, like this more mature version, like the whole, the whole knock with Patrick Mahomes is, you know, if it's – if somehow the defense can eliminate the big plays down the field, would he be willing to kind of be boring and just kind of matriculate the ball down the field, take what's given to you? And now you hear him talk after these games, and it's like him recognizing, hey, we got a great defense. As long as we execute, take what we're given, and just like out-execute the other team, we can win that way too. So he has like this whole new maturity about him that makes him even more dangerous. Look how they beat Baltimore. We have enough points. Let's just not risk it, and we'll find a way. You make one big play at the end, they don't get the ball back, and, and there you have it. Right, so I mean, you take that, and now also his ability to use his legs and scramble and all those things that Tom Brady couldn't really do, and that's, I mean, that's a, it, it's almost an unbeatable combination. He's a way better athlete than Brady ever was. Yes. Way better. 
Way better. But uh, I think the, also the thing with Brady is just with his mind, like what he could do with his mind. And this is not meant to knock Tom Brady. Tom Brady is, is amazing. I mean, it's probably the greatest ever, but Mahomes is uh, – I'll say I, I, he can see where Brady is. Like he's now within within striking distance. Well, I think his I think he's he's so he's so good. Like his skill is at such a level that I think people will be over will be willing to overlook the number of championships. Like I don't I'm not saying 3 is enough, but I'm saying right. if he gets to 5. Can you imagine if he gets to 5 though? If he gets to 5 and you ask the question who's the best? I think is he's so skilled that that would kind of like put him over the top. Has he ever made mention of wanting to play in like like till he's in his forties, or he? Are we not there? Like, is he I not, don't never... even think. Just watching the, you know, just watching the show on him, the quarterback uh, series on him, and the amount of work, like even just during the week that he puts in, extra outside the facility with his guy. Yeah, I think he's probably of the mindset he's going to play as long as he really. Can. So yeah. I mean, so, so there's a chance in your mind that we get another fifteen years of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you at this point if you were him? Unbelievable. Like, I mean, you, dude, you could see you're, you're 28 years old. And you can actually like see the possibility of being known as the greatest football player to ever live. You wouldn't want to do whatever it takes, and that's that's what has to motivate him, right? It can't be just winning a title because he's won three. It's just it's just going into the pantheon of the greatest ever has to be what what keeps him ultimately motivated. How could it not? Yeah, Uh, it does. It's doing a good job. Whatever it is that motivates him, he keep doing that. Like if someone told you right now, hey Dave, you have a legitimate chance to be the greatest. The greatest radio host in the history of radio hosts, but you have to do it. You'll have, you'll have to work till you're seventy years old. Well, you'd think about it. Yeah, I think you have to think about it. I think you have to. But there's so much that goes into his day in and day out lifestyle with football. It's just it's a it's a lot. But I I know he loves it. Rob in uh, White Plains. Hello, Rob. Morning, guys. Love you both. Love the show. Um, very quickly, I I think yeah, Mahomes needs at least two more. I think, and then you can put him over the top. But I do think he's a better skilled quarterback than, than Tom ever has been. But I had a question for uh, for Dave because I was talking to RJ. I was watching that game last night. Yep. As a diehard Giants fan, almost I felt like I was watching a Giants fan because I really was pulling for the 49ers a lot. Um, the, the, the Brock Purdy talk to me, and I know you guys touched on it before, to me is just it's embarrassing at this point. He did everything possible to win that game. His line failed him because they couldn't block Chris Jones the entire night. Kicker misses an extra point. You got a muffed punt, and the defense was, to me, just awful in the second half. So I think they, they wore down as the game went on, was, yes. Yeah, so, Dave, I have a question for you. So, mm-hmm. as a diehard, we're both about the same age. As a diehard Giants fan, if you had a chance to switch Daniel Jones for Brock Purdy right now going into the season, would you do it? Because I yeah. would I absolutely. I, w- I wouldn't even give it a second thought. A hundred percent. Yep. Yep. I think. Yeah. I think this kid is fantastic, and this just shows you why the Giants don't really need to draft some top level QB. This they they get this kid with the last pick in the draft. But and come on, Rob. Right now, that that does not happen. No, that's a but, once in, no, once know, in a generation kind of Rob, a home. You're run. also Rob. You're also neglecting to I bring up the it. fact that kid, that that the San Francisco Forty ers are. Light years ahead, talent-wise, than the New York Giants. I understand that, but just my point is, I think with Brian Dable, if everybody believes he's this quarterback whisperer, you don't need a Caleb Williams, you don't need a Jalen Daniels. I think you could get somebody that's mid-level of the draft 
and you could be a great – you could make him a great quarterback. I Listen, so, if you, if you step into my, greatness wherever it is, and thanks for the call, Rob, you can step into greatness in, in free agency, I guess, in theory, but the odds are that the higher the pick, the better he's going to be. Well, the more talented he'll be. Yeah, of course. The more talented he'll be. But, uh, dude, Brock Purdy is – the people just don't want to talk about the fact that this is his first full year as a starting quarterback. He's a terrific quarterback. Is he top five? Probably not. Is he a very, very good quarterback who played very well last night? Yes. Caller's right. Chris Jones was on him every single play last night. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, you got, uh, you're you strictly on, like, price per production. Oh, my God. For a million bucks, that's what you get? Are you kidding me? Oh, and and the Julianne's. <laughs> It's Julianne. Uh-huh, N. sure it is. All right. one We'll take a break. Come back. Big 9 o'clock hour. We'll see how RJ responds to stuff you missed at 9.15. Uh, we have the three stars. The the first star is already it, it's locked away. It's DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Now, for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Grainder.com or just stop on by and say... Hello! That's right. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. That's from Annie. Big so fan re- of uh, of the Broadway production, Annie. Yeah. So I'm reading this article. Did you did you mention when we were talking about this the uh, overtime rules? I know you had mentioned that uh, a couple of the Niners didn't know what the actual new rules were. I, did, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, no. That Chris Jones actually said that if the Niners went down and scored a touchdown, and then they that they had talked about it, that they would go down and they would go for two. They were prepared to go for two. Really? To win? Yeah. It, it makes sense. Yeah, that's what he said. It's amazing to me that it sounds like every playoff game, like the, at the start of the season, they actually it says in this article that you know Andy Reid let the guys know, like he would just hammer home, like so everyone knows the overtime rules in the regular season will be different than the overtime rules in the postseason. And then once they got to the postseason, every week they went over like these are the new rules in the postseason, these are the new rules. And a couple of the Niners guys didn't like they didn't realize until they looked up at the scoreboard that there were new rules. I, I I'm flummoxed by this. How could they not know this? I have. I, it doesn't make any sense that you would. And talk how much about time? That. Like, how much time does it does it take to figure it out? It's it's not convoluted. It's not complicated. They get the ball, whatever they do, and then we get the ball. You know, it's it's the top of the inning. It's the bottom of the inning, and then we just play it out. Like it's it. Uh, this takes rules experts and you know prepping them, and you do all those things. They still have no idea what the rules are. No, like Kyle Juszczyk says, he just assumed that you'd want the ball to go score a touchdown and win. And oh then, God. And he, and he went to Harvard, this guy. And then Eric Armstead actually said that he didn't realize the postseason overtime rules were different until he saw them displayed on the scoreboard. Now, those are Niners players. So don't we? God knows what they were doing as far as bringing experts in. The Chiefs were bringing in ex- rules experts to teach the guys this. Yeah, they all said all year they talked about it. And they had no idea. And they had a plan. I cr- oh my God. That seems like a bit of an oversight. You, th- you think? I think you want to explain to the players, say, fellas, like this is so everyone knows if this thing does go into overtime, these are the rules. They should have brought in Tony Romo to, to, to you know, as the rules expert was speaking, he could have yelled over him. Mahomes flings it. It's there! 
Hunter Hartman <laughs> Jackpot Kansas City for, for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> he drops back for the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> Should I cut off his mic? Ray, play it one more time. For I like the it. Super Bowl. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! <laughs> Jackpot! Kansas City! But it's not even like he just says, like, for the Super Bowl. He's like, for the Super Bowl. For the su- like he's adding to the call. For Drop the back. Bowl. For the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> for the- I need him to explain himself. I really do. For the Super Bowl. He felt like Jim left it out. This is for the Super Bowl. Oh. It's a good play call. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! <laughs> Jackpot! Kansas City! <laughs> Fourth the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jim Nance is going to hear that call for the rest of his life and, and Ray, just, just mutter ex- to himself. The extended version where he's just rambling on before the play even starts. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept thinking, like, hearing that, like, oh, th- maybe I just misheard it and, like, Romo was cut off mid-sentence and he was right. just finishing a thought. No. Like, no, no, he was not. Oh, so good. You, you don't have the full thing. I, where I, don't, I don't have it readily available. Hang God. on. For the Super Bowl. Oh, for the Super but but it's not like he was like in the middle of something and then that was the next thing he was going to say. He was saying nothing and erupted with for the Super Bowl. No, he wanted to make sure people knew that this was this this play was for the Super Bowl. Right. I want to be part of the call too. Hey, let Jim let Jim how do about, his own thing. How about me? Uh, <laughs> how, about me? Let, how about me? Let's go to uh it's <laughs> amazing. Elliot and Comac. Good morning, Elliot. Good morning. And I can actually defend Don's Teddy Roosevelt pick because if, if it weren't for Teddy Roosevelt, we wouldn't have the forward pass. When the game was too violent in the early 1900s, he had the coaches from Harvard, Yale, and Princeton at the White House said, you have to figure out a way to change the game or I'm going to have to ban it. And the Yale coach had wanted to widen the field to have more lateral movements, but they couldn't do it because Harvard had just built their big concrete stadium and they couldn't widen the field. So the full cast came out of that meeting. So Don could sit with Teddy Roosevelt and let Teddy see what his creation or what he helped to create had grown into. All right. So serious question. It's a, it's a great update. We appreciate you for that. Rick, do you think Don chose Teddy Roosevelt because he helped save football in the early 1900s, or Don just wanted to sit and kind of go over Teddy's life and history and all that? I, I want to believe that he wanted to, to talk about the whole football thing. If, if Don knew that Teddy Roosevelt, quote, saved football in the early 1900s, we, we looked this up during the break. They had like 15, 18, 20 people a year dying playing football. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I mean, could you imagine that? Like, Steve, how'd you guys do? Good news, bad news. One seventeen to three. Nine guys didn't make it. <laughs> we won. We won right. the turnover. We won the turnover battle, but the death. <laughs> but, but we lost, death, lost the death toll. Lost the war. <laughs> we lost the death toll. We got, we got the stroke. That's right. We're gonna need to recruit for next week. All right, um, Raymond. Three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Yeah, and I'm going to expand on that because, yeah, Don Don would have an opportunity to just go over the, and, and point to the, the field and say, Teddy, you helped create this. Teddy Roosevelt's going to ban it anyway. I mean, 19 guys died the year before that. 19 uh, college students. And then, like, and think I, can of, just, I, I can just picture like the Teddy Roosevelt that's dressed up like he's like lieutenant. Like, you know, like, the, like the Rough Riders? Or, yeah. <laughs> chomping on a cigar. And that, that mustache. And, and think yeah. of how different your life would be, Dave, if, if Teddy Roosevelt hadn't changed football. There would be no football. Where would you be? You wouldn't you know, be JFK here. JFK was always my favorite president. I might have to look at this, though. I follow two. Uh, I, lo- I love you guys because you you bring you lighten the mood around here when it could be somber all day. Listen, listen to this. Reddick has reached double-digit sacks in each of the last 
four years. Nice. Would you make multiple picks for Joey Bosa? Bosa. Bosova? No. <laughs> I love Dave's admission that that if you hadn't done it, he would have I, I, would ha- I, would, I think I'd have to. What the hell is wrong with me? There's a lot wrong with you. Slap yeah. me in the face. I will do no such thing. <laughs> Number one. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! Man, I just had to play it one more time. No, in all honesty, the number one star is RJ because, man, it sucks that he had to be here today and battle through this. But, RJ, I appreciate you being here. I could not do this without you. So thank you for being a good soldier. Thank you. And full disclosure, if it was me and the Giants, I would not have been here. It's rule 76. No excuses to play like a champion. It's DPHO Rothenberg and Joey Bosova. On <laughs> 98.7 ESPN. Teddy Roosevelt's going to ban it anyway. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.